everybody. Welcome back to Moms After Bedtime. Three friends laughing and whining through motherhood. We are on episode eight. Woo! Woo! This is Mandy, and I'm here with Megan and Brooke. Hey. Hello. Uh, do you want to start with your wine and cheese? Who wants to go first? We didn't figure this out. Megan, because the face you made, it looks like you were ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I never thought about this before we started recording. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, my wine this week um, is that we know the sex of our baby, but my husband wants us to wait until his parents know before we make any announcements to any friends or other family. So, so Ryan is ruining our lives. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and we, man, uh, Megan could have found out. Uh, over the weekend when we were all together. Yes. But no, we have to wait. <laughs> but no, Ryan's the dad. Mm. <laughs> He's so inconsiderate. <laughs> but that's my wine because it's kind of killing me a little bit. But That you can't tell. Yeah. We're going to try to trip her up this episode. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll, see we'll come through like every once in a while like, wait, what's the gender, Megan? <laughs> right in the middle of a sentence. I'm not uh, used to using their pronouns yet. So I hopefully won't slip up. Well, that's exactly what happened for our gender reveal. We were supposed to find out with everybody. I accidentally found out right away. And then at my gender reveal party, I one, I think it was Taylor, our friend Taylor, was like, oh, the baby must be bunched up over here. And I was like, oh, yeah, she's laying sideways. <laughs> and it was like literally four minutes before we set off the stupid pink smoke bombs. And I fucking ruined it. So... <laughs> I don't know how you're doing it. Hopefully you'll slip up this episode. I'm waiting for it. I'll just cut it out. <laughs> well, at least I'll know. Yeah, that's all I care true. about. But uh, yeah, I will. I promise that I will announce on my personal social media and uh, maybe make a post on our social media when we do not the maybe. announcement. Yeah, not maybe. Oh, and better. I will post on the Moms After Bedtime Instagram when we make our announcement. Yeah. The end. You are part of a podcast now. Your life equals podcast. So what, <laughs> You don't have a personal life. Whatever anymore. you do, it needs to be out there. Ryan just doesn't understand this, even though he has his own. Yeah, right? New England Social doesn't care what the gender is. <laughs> Serious? They're, they're, they have no idea you guys are even having a kid. They're like, wait a minute. No, Nick called him and was like, because I posted on my Instagram story, and he was like, so you know the gender, you have to tell me now. <laughs> and Ryan was like, <laughs> no, we're waiting. So his oh. friends were mad too. So <laughs> so everybody's just mad at Ryan. Yeah. Uh, all, right, all right, Brooke, well, what's your wine? My wine is going to piss a lot of people off. Uh-oh. And I think it's going to piss you off, Mandy. <gasps> it's a pumpkin spice. Is Fuck you. Out. I'm already at you. <laughs> I'm already mad. What's your I, problem? I just can't. If I, like I said this today, if I'm sweating, I can't have pumpkin in my system. It just just makes you better. It makes you happier. It makes sweating worth it. Then you sweat and it smells like pumpkin. And I, (laughs) well, you know, I'm not really looking for that. So (laughs) I just, I, I am a very basic bitch, but I can't have pumpkin until like, Maybe September, like once football starts, if it starts this year, usually that's when I can have like pumpkin head beer, a pumpkin spice coffee. But other than that, keep it away. Listen, it's only in our lives for so long. So I'm going to soak it up every second I can get. I know, but once, like I get sick of it eventually. So I don't want to be drinking it in August and then be sick of it at like midway through September when there's still a chunk of fall. It's not even possible. I got to have like one cool day in order to get into it. But I am the same. Like I love anything pumpkin, like food, drink, whatever. But I I think I kind of have to. I'm leaning a little bit more toward Brooke's side that I have to have like a cold day. We should have like a poll on the Instagram. More pumpkin (laughs) for me. Yeah, we'll post one. My brother, number one fan of the show, Stacy. He knows about Brooke's flat nipples. And he well, will everyone attack knows about me. my flat nipples. <laughs> <laughs> he attacks me every year about my love for pumpkin. And you know what? I don't care because I don't need that kind of negativity in my life. Pumpkin brings me joy. Let me have joy. Okay? I, I don't have a problem with you having pumpkin. Well, I do a You're right. Bit, I turned this on me. But... It's not about me, and I made it about me. <laughs> I just can't have 
pumpkin anything just yet. Almost there. Well, speaking of you, right. Mandy, let's hear one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mine's not as like, uh, your guys' wines are like actually really cheeses. Oh. Mine's just a wine. <laughs> <laughs> well, it reminds a cheese to you, but it's, it's a real <laughs> wine. It's ruining my life. Oh, give oh, me a break. Ruining my, life. <laughs> my wine is that Ryan is ruining my life. <laughs> no, my wine kind of ties in with cheese, which I'm assuming is going to be similar to your guys' cheeses. Not sure. But uh, we went on our camping trip last weekend, which is part of my cheese, so I won't get too much into it. But basically, we went camping from Thursday to Sunday. It was a girls only. Wait, uh, correction, glamping. Yes. Uh, yes, I'm sorry. It was glamping. We did not pitch a single tent. It was already there. It even had a bathroom inside Aww. with a shower. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was glorious. But it was my first time being away from Isla, which was sad, but I did way better than I thought it was going to, which part of me was like, oh, am I a shitty mom for not no, being no as sad as I probably thought I was going to be? But the boys dropped the babies off. Uh, Phil and Shane dropped Isla and Shay off for a couple hours on Saturday while they played golf. So we did get to see them for a little bit. I literally only saw her for, what was it, like two and a half hours, three hours maybe. And she was such a grump the whole time. <laughs> so I feel like it was just brought me down a little bit. She was whiny. She was hungry. There was nowhere to put her down. I think she was pissed because she couldn't crawl like all on the ground and she's not walking yet. Nasty so it's just... dirt and rocks. <laughs> yeah. It was like, I mean, she just picks everything up and puts it in her mouth. Yeah. So I could only like keep her entertained for so long. And she was pissed. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to just borrow your stroller, Brooke and take her on a walk. And I gave her shaken baby syndrome because the path was so <laughs> rocky. And I was like, this is not working. And it was just kind of a shit show. And then I finally got her down for a nap. And then I had to pee so freaking bad that but I was holding her because I didn't have anything to put her in for a nap and then she woke up and it was just like I was like oh I can't wait to see my baby and then it was just like three hours of shit show so but then she was gone and I had a fun time so <laughs> well I was gonna say I think we learned say. our lesson that like next time we go on a girl's trip no babies well I mean I guess it depends because you might have like a one month old so that's way different I know but that's gonna change things around but I agree like I think I just thought I was gonna miss her so much that I couldn't go on unless I had like that time with her and maybe I'm just a terrible mom for saying this but I I don't think it was worth having her there and just like throwing her off and us I mean especially Shay too was like running around so yeah. you're just chasing her the whole time and it was not relaxing and that was kind of supposed to be the point of the whole weekend yeah I feel like we missed out on, like, a chunk of time that we could have been spending with. I mean, we were still with our friends, but like you said, I was, like, chasing Shay around and trying to keep her entertained, and she was getting into everything, and then Isla, you were, like, off walking with Isla, so we really didn't get to, like, spend that chunk of time with our friends, enjoying and relaxing and all that. Right. So, lesson learned, not the biggest of deals, but that's my wine for the week. But on that note... Megan, what's your cheese besides knowing the sexier baby? Actually, my cheese is that I am starting to knock on what knock on every piece of wood in this room. Um, I am actually starting to feel better. Like I'm not nauseous 24 hours a day. I only threw up once while we were camping. <laughs> I know. Yes. I was so I was waiting for you to be sick, like you know, a few times, and it was only one time. I was pretty nauseous and trying to hide it at some points like I I know when is the point where I need to take my meds and I feel like I've been better about just taking them instead of being like well like hesitant about taking them because Mm -hmm. I don't know even though you're told like oh it's fine you're still kind of like well if I don't absolutely need it then I won't take it but I just think that one things are starting to actually get better and two I know I can understand my body a little bit better now. Yeah, that's my cheese is that I can actually like eat things now. <laughs> you only threw better. almost threw up on one kid, right? Yeah, I had yeah. To, Was it a kid? I wasn't there for it. She had co- well, it's probably cuz you were carrying coffee and you were like coffee sometimes makes me sick. That's true. You're like, can you can you hold this and like almost knocked a girl off her bike? And <laughs> I had to like <laughs> dart to the woods. I'm like, "Ah." <laughs> <laughs> But we made it. It wasn't too bad. It wasn't too gross. No. But 
Yeah. So I that was just kind of like a aside from camping, you know, being fun and a tradition that I look forward to. That was just a small small victory for me. Mhm. Yeah. Uh I also agree camping was success and I loved it, but my cheese actually has to do with when I came home and I realized how great of a dad Shane is. Um I've been relaxing a bit obviously Shay's like one I can't do everything for her um and it was really cool to see how much Shay like changed and learned while I was gone which is crazy to think that she learned so much while I was gone but when I got here she was like pointing to our big rocking chair trying to get up on it and Shane was like do you need help and she turned right around and did the sign for help and I was like when did you learn that? And he was like, well, I was sick of hearing her like whine for things. So I told, I taught her how to say help. And I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. Like I have been trying to teach her this. Obviously I haven't been very persistent with it. And since then she's been signing help like multiple times a day for different things. So it's like, so it's like a two thing. Like it's exciting that she's signing help, but it's also, I'm just very proud of Shane and think that he's a really great dad. No, I actually yeah. was telling Ryan um, when you were feeding Shay at camping, I was like, Shay's like fluent in sign language, <laughs> but, <I> guess, <laughs> <laughs> but you, you just asked her, like, are you all done? And she just responded, like just did the all done thing to you yeah. and was like, yeah, yeah I'm she's good. building up quite the repertoire. <laughs> fluent, one would say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I think someone who's deaf might agree with you. I disagree with you, but <laughs> they might agree too. I don't know. <laughs> That's exciting. I think uh, same thing for Phil. I was impressed with how like, I don't know. I, he's such a good dad. He's so involved anyways, but I just kind of had a feeling that I was going to come back and he was going to be like, oh, thank God you're back. But he was like, no, nah, we had it all under control. Yeah, and um, even when like, I came back, like, you know how your mom guilt kind of kicks in and you're you're like, okay, now I need to do everything because I feel mm-hmm. bad leaving you for the weekend or whatever. And Shane was like, you still need to, like, come home and, like, relax from your vacation. So don't feel like you have to do everything. So we still did, like, our normal, like, shared responsibilities. And he probably mm-hmm. did even more on Sunday than I did. So it was very nice. <laughs> Yay for good dads. Yeah. Well, my cheese is definitely about camping. I just look forward to it every year. So if people don't know, we do this girls-only camping trip every summer, and this was year nine. So it's definitely a tradition that's sticking. Next year's year 10. We're going to go crazy. Just kidding. We'll probably have a lot of new babies, so I don't know exactly how crazy we'll get, but we will try. At least we'll get T-shirts again. Yes, we got T-shirts this year. Yeah. So that's when you know things are getting real. When there are t-shirts involved. But um, I just love it so much. And we got to do just like, I guess I love it every year. And it's fun every year. But this is my first year doing it as a mom. So it's just nice. This is my first time really getting away. And like not having any child responsibilities. Like I literally just like sat in a camping chair for like hours at one point probably. Yeah. Like, And I had nothing to worry about besides like applying sunscreen. Like it was amazing to myself. <laughs> Not to like, not wrestling a raccoon trying to put sunscreen on her. So it was just, it was really nice. I got, we day drank. I mean, there's only a few of us day drinking, but it was fun. We had, uh, we had to go in swimming in the pool and we did like George Washington hair in the pool. Like, <laughs> we had like somersault contests in the pool. Like we were Back like six flip, years old. Flip. Yeah. I don't know. So overall my cheese is camping, but just like being able to do like silly things like George Washington hair. And eat crepes for breakfast. And eat crepes, yeah, because it was glamping. I had cappuccino and crepes and wood fire pizza. And then I did somersaults in the pool. And then I went out on my float and a family from next door to us adopted me. (laughs) (laughs) And they're paddleboarding away. But yeah, no, it was fun. You got to float on my pineapple too. Because I fell off. After you fell I off. I did. Oh, yeah. Because Megan fell off in the middle of the lake. I literally had just like a tiny gust of wind and she fell off of her <laughs> floor. I think it was less of the wind and more of me laying on my side because I was uncomfortable and also t- 
talking with my hands is kind of a big like <laughs> downfall of mine. <laughs> I just fell off. You made the same noise that you did when you fell off of the pig. Oh, like the whoa! <laughs> <laughs> whoa! <laughs> and then we had to trade floats because getting on top of that pineapple is not easy, and especially when you're pregnant. Yeah, so I was like, I got to lounge on the pineapple. Yeah, Mandy was nice enough to give me her float because I couldn't. Get if you that are one. following our Instagram, then you saw that Megan brought a giant ass pineapple with her. Float. It ate pineapple breakfast with float. us. It's a pineapple float. Yes, I should probably qualify. Or Jesus, what's the word I'm looking for? Clarify. But, yeah, it ate breakfast with us. It ate crepes. It had a cappuccino. Uh, it went in the hammock with her. Yeah. <laughs> and and then it went out to the lake where she deserted it. But Well, there's always next year. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. All right. You want to jump in this week? Yeah, I feel like that talking about camping actually leads pretty it's seamlessly. Good, uh, segue. Into, yeah. Yeah, that's true. So this episode, we are talking all about self-care. So I think our biggest thing we want to touch on is like, I think everyone thinks of self-care as like taking a bubble bath or going to get a manicure, which sometimes, I mean, that's involved, but... I do love a good facial. I won't lie about that. All right. Mm. Who doesn't? Um, But I think it means a lot more than that. And I think the term self-care sometimes gets a bad rap that like Mm. self-care means I need to go spend a bunch of money on myself Mm. or... Treat yourself. Right, or like maybe even like sometimes like a superficial type of thing, which it's yeah. not. Um, so I think we want to dive into that and especially how important it is as a mom or mom-to-be. Yeah, I think um, – I feel like this kind of relates back to when we were talking about um, anxiety in the last episode. I am grateful that I learned a lot about self-care in my career and the field that I work in because part of my job is going into other people's homes and helping – um, teach their children, you know, different types of skills or whatever. So a lot of the stuff that you go into their house, you kind of feel like you're part of their family and like you learn so much about them and their whole family dynamic and their, you know, how their family unit works and each child individually. And like by going to people's homes, you want to be able to help them in any way that you can. And so I learned not fast enough because I think there was definitely some things that contributed to me burning out. But um, I learned fairly quickly that it was important to take care of myself. Um, And so because I learned those skills and um, understand like where to set boundaries and like where to leave things um, at work and leave and leave home at home type of thing. um, I feel like that helped prepare me a little bit for motherhood and knowing that I needed to take care of myself if I wanted to be able to take care of Shay kind of thing. I don't know. I can relate to that a lot. Um, Like as a teacher, I mean, I know I'm not dealing with the types of behaviors or maybe even age groups that you're dealing with, but I, I just, my first probably like three years of teaching, I just, There were days where I worked 24 hours a day. Like, I went to school and did the regular school day, but then would come home and be like, I have to plan this amazing lesson, and I have to grade all these papers for the next day, and that's Mm -hmm. not realistic. And then I switched jobs because I was kind of at a toxic workplace, Um, and then I was in this workplace that I loved, but that made me want to take on everything. So I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do this. I'll I'll do this club. I'll be an advisor. Um, let me apply to go back to grad school to be a principal. Like, what? I don't <laughs> like. I just this in my personality to just be like, yep, yep, yep. I want to do everything. I mean, I have two jobs right now. I can like literally never have just one job. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's sort of my downfall. Yep. Yeah, and I, I understand that. <laughs> and so I think that. For me, thinking about self-care has been something that I've had to work on for sure. And it's definitely been a journey that I'm still trying to progress in. Um, But I I think especially before the baby gets here, I think I need to tell myself that like I can still be in charge. I can still be like a badass boss, whatever. Like I can still be a leader, but a leader of my life, not necessarily – 
have to be the leader of every single little thing that I'm presented with. So I think Mm. that part of the importance of self-care is also understanding when to say no. Setting boundaries. Yeah. Right. I was going to say, I think Brooke hit the nail on the head when she said like boundaries. I mean, I think that's the number one part. I mean, whenever you like stop and say, I need to go and have some time for myself or do something for myself, you're setting a boundary to something. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. So whether that's at work or at home or wherever, I think that's basically boundaries and self-care, I think, are interchangeable. Yeah. And I think, like, we live in a society where saying, like, I want to take care of myself comes off as being selfish. You know, we're constantly told, like, to people, please, like, you don't want to make this person mad and you don't want to offend this person and you don't want to do this. But, like, sometimes you have to take care of yourself. And if that means that you have to set boundaries, then you need to just do it because you can't just give, 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 give. You're right. just gonna fa- like what was the? I wrote. I actually phrase? wrote down. <laughs> you can't pour from an empty cup. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that's exactly. like one of my favorite quotes because I it took me a long time to realize that, <clears throat> and I'm still working on it. But I think that's where you have to start with self care. Like Mandy said, you have to set those boundaries in order to get to the self care part. And I feel like the, you know, you can't, um, you can't drink from an empty cup. That's what it is. You can't pour from you an empty cup. You can't pour. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't drink either. But. Yeah. There's nothing in it. That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a really good analogy of like when um, I was in therapy a couple months ago. Actually, oh my God, everything feels like a couple months ago, but COVID happened. My time is like off. So like probably like seven months ago, um, my therapist used a similar um, metaphor. Of, she used a metaphor of like a battery. So like you start your day, it's like 100% or whatever. And then throughout the day, natural things like deplete you. Yeah, deplete the battery. Thank you. I couldn't think of the word. And so... Um, she used like self-care as like, it's a preventative strategy so you don't get to zero. So like, if you know you're going to have a day that's going to deplete you faster because you have a ton of meetings or something, then you should do something extra that day to kind of fill your battery up. So it's like the same idea as the cup, you know, you need to do things that fill your cup before it gets empty. And some days that means more self-care and other days that means maybe you don't need to do as much. I know it wasn't directly connected to self-care, but you brought up um, the pandemic and like COVID and stuff. But I think that also it was really hard to readjust what self-care meant when all of that started. Um, for me, with my job, teaching wasn't just a... I had gotten really good at making teaching. When I get there, when I leave, I leave the rest at the door. Unless there's, like, some big thing I have to work on, like, I'm good. Mm -hmm. Then it sort of just, once this happened and we're doing remote learning, it sort of just, like, opened up the floodgates. Like, kids could text me whenever they wanted to. Kids could email at all times of the day and ask for help. And if I wasn't helping them, it was like, I'm a bad teacher because I'm not being here for you in this hard time. And it was hard to readjust what self-care was supposed to look like. But I feel fortunate because I... Still was do I still am doing like telehealth with my therapist, so mm-hmm. I did have that support, but that can be hard, and people might still be readjusting to what that looks like for them. So I think that's an yeah. important point too. And not to mention that, like, I think a lot of things that people would identify as like what they choose to do for self care, they can't do in the middle of this pandemic. Right, right. So if you are a very social person or you just like to go somewhere, like for a while, I mean, it's different now, at least here in Maine, but for a while there, all the beaches were closed. And for like one thing for me, one of my like go-to self-care is like, I just need to be near a body of water. So that's walking by like on the beach or going to a lake or something. And if that's like your one way is having like an early morning beach walk is like your way to like prepare for the day and kind of give yourself time time for yourself and then you're not allowed to go to the beach Mm -hmm. right you kind of have to reinvent like crap okay what's my new coping strategy gonna be what's my new version of self-care gonna be not only that you were stuck at home all day with your child or like other people were stuck at home with their whole entire family like all day every day it's like super hard like some days I actually read um from uh, an Instagram I want to say it was mom therapist I don't know I can find out where I read it from they made a post about how like COVID and being quarantined was very similar to experiencing um like brought a lot of people back to the fourth trimester 
where like just taking a shower was self-care and like Mm -hmm. that's how it felt in like the middle of quarantine like just being able to get a break and like take a shower was self-care at that point and that's how I was in in postpartum like just taking a shower for 10 minutes I felt like a whole new person when I got out Mm -hmm. yeah being able to just get ready yeah. For the day this morning, I had my phys- I have physicals every two years, and they make you schedule them at the end of your appointment. Two years ago, so I got a phone. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I got a phone call last night. Like, are you? We're just confirming your appointment for tomorrow at eight a.m. Uh, I was like, I scheduled that in twenty eighteen. I don't remember. We that. live in a and different world, until, <laughs> right? You like waited until the day before to let me know, but whatever. So it was super, it was like 8 a.m. And so my mom was going to watch Isla for a little bit. So I had to get up. I had to set an alarm, get up and get ready and then get Isla ready and go. And it felt like a work day. Like it felt like back when we used to have to get up and get ready, Mm. which I don't have to do anymore. And it felt like so good. Like I felt like a new person that I like got up and got myself ready because normally I'm running around getting ready while she's crawling around or like um, while she's napping or something like I spend the first half of my day like in sweats and no makeup and my hair all greasy Mm -hmm. so it's like it felt good to like actually get up and start my day clean and presentable which I haven't done in months and I was like wow this I think this is like one of my versions of self-care like you said like in the beginning when you just need to take a shower Mm -hmm. I remember being like in the fourth trimester and we had um, like newborn photos like family photos and I got like showered and I did my hair all pretty and I was like oh this is amazing. But before I was doing that every single day. So the self-care definitely changes where you are in your life. And I think like you said, the pandemic brings a lot of people back to that point of their life if they aren't there in it already. Mm-hmm. I think like grooming yourself is like a cathartic experience. I don't know if that, if anybody else thinks that, but like for me actually doing my makeup, isn't like a thing where I'm like, Oh, I'm so ugly. I need makeup. But it's something mm. where I'm like, this like relaxes me in the morning. It makes me feel mm-hmm. confident and I don't know. And that's why I think a lot of people assume that like getting your nails done, like that's the first thing people think of, I think when you think of self care, which, but it, I mean, I like I was kind of giving it shit earlier, but it is self care. Like I think taking care of yourself and your appearance, even some people are just aren't into it and that's fine. But if you are like, mm-hmm. there's nothing, there's nobody else who benefits really from you getting your nails done than yourself. Right. Right. Like nobody else gives a shit if you're wearing lipstick but yourself, Mm -hmm. really. So like you're only doing those like appearance type of things for yourself. And so I think that's why people always associate it with self-care. And it is self-care. Like I haven't got my nails done forever and I cannot wait to get them. I don't, I'm not a big person. Like I don't go regularly or whatever. But whenever I do go, like I'm like, ooh, I feel like good. I feel like. Oh, the warm towel. feminine today. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Like the hot stones at a pedicure. Oh, yeah. Like even if that's not what you do for self-care all the time or regularly, because it can get expensive for sure. But Mm -hmm. it's just a fun, even if it's like every once in a while, if that's your thing. And if it's not, then oh, well. But for some people, it is. Yeah. Right. Or like retail therapy. Like just. Oh, how I miss it. Well, I was going (laughs) to say, like, I agree definitely. But I find sometimes I use self-care as an excuse to drop a ton of money oh my god yeah well I haven't bought myself a shirt in two weeks I gotta go shopping and then I I spend like a hundred bucks which is a lot to me on like clothes Clothes, or now it's trickled into Shay's wardrobe so now I'm like oh I need to get this for Shay she needs like these clothes it's self-care treat yourself but really, it's just... Or you're not even years. treating yourself at that point. Yeah. It's ridiculous how much more money you'll spend on your kids than you will on yourself. Oh, yeah. That's something I've That's definitely very learned. very true. Have you seen that meme where it's like, like I've been using self-care as an excuse. It's like I've been, it's as if I've been having a bad day since November with the amount of like <laughs> yeah. retail therapy. I know. <laughs> but I mean, not to like knock self-care. It is important. And if, you know, but I think a lot of people end up in like credit card debt and then they're more stressed because, because they yeah. just... Well, sometimes I think there's definitely such thing as destructive self-care. Yeah. yeah. Whether it's spending all your money, whether it's turning, like, I mean, it's fun to go out and have a nice drink with friends, but if you're like, drink, need yeah. to have like six beers a night and that's your self-care, like mm. that's not healthy self-care. 
So there's definitely a destructive side of it for sure. I feel like, yeah. and this maybe this is getting deeper than we want to go, but I feel like in my life I have used like eating as like a self, like, oh, well, I'll just treat myself to, this kind of goes yeah. back to body image too, but like, oh, I've, I'll just treat myself to this cheesecake brownie blizzard or whatever you want. And, but then you like eat like, I'll have an extra large because I'm treating myself and it's yeah. like, I, and then you're going to treat yourself in next week with the right. same size. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> but if you just didn't look at it that way and you just got a small and enjoyed it whenever you wanted, I don't know. Yeah. That's, no, I get I it. can totally see where it could be destructive too, which I think is why you need to like, they, I think sometimes you need to try on self-care things to see what fits you best. And sometimes yeah. what fits you best can be like, different in your life as well at different points of your life right like postpartum a shower was my self-care now like I feel like I should be allowed to have a shower so a shower is part of my daily routine again it's not self-care anymore and I'm I'm like really bad at self-care I can like preach it to the choir but I cannot like my self-care is like a nap which is like self-care but then I do the whole like I'm treating myself to a nap and then I like nap every day. So it's not really treating yourself anymore. But I feel like if you need it and that's like truly how you feel recharged and like you talked about the battery, like if that's truly what gives you more battery, Mm -hmm. then maybe Mm -hmm. it's what you need. It brings us back to the body image episode where like Megan, you really did bring it to food or it could be napping or whatever, where if you starve yourself from something for so long and then you binge on it. So if you don't like let yourself get a $10 shirt on your weekly target trip, like their self-care in itself, that's a big one for me is just walking around target aimlessly smelling candles. Yeah. Yeah, Which is very hard to drink with a mask on. It's really thrown my whole routine off. But anyways, (laughs) you, if you don't, you know, let yourself get like that little $10 thing once a week when you go, then you're going to go and blow, you know, $200 when you are like treat yourself. And I think the same thing goes with food or maybe you get in like a kind of a downward spiral of having to like take a three hour nap every day or something, you know, whatever it is. I think you need to treat it. Like we said, like you treat food before, like allow yourself to like eat what you feel like you need to eat. Like give yourself the self care that you feel like you need in the moment so that you're not starved of it. And then when you finally get it, like maybe you just need to have like a night out with friends where you just have a drink, but it's been six months since you went out. So you got blackout drunk and now that didn't help you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I think that really. Is. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I feel like we're delving into self-care and we're like really going deep. <laughs> Why do we always do this? <laughs> I don't know. We literally had a conversation before we were like, let's. Let's keep it light. Let's keep it a little lighthearted. We're getting so deep. And then we just get. And then I'm like, can I talk about my history of binge eating and how it's affected my life? (laughs) (laughs) And how I freaking, I'm so, I nap all the time. Like, (laughs) what is wrong with me? I hope someone can, like, relate to us. But, you know. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure many people can. One thing that we're really trying to say, though, is, like, self-care looks so different for everybody. Yeah. And it's so different in different times of your life. So if it means taking a 10, 15-minute shower, yeah. If it means taking a two-hour nap, do it. But then also be aware that sometimes you can be self-destructive. Right. Like, give, it, give yourself the self-care that you need, like, in the moment or regularly enough that it doesn't turn into something destructive. Right. Why am I preaching? I don't know a damn thing. <laughs> I'm thinking like we sound like fucking therapists and we do not have Seriously. the qualifications. I think I have to say this every episode, but legally we cannot <laughs> give you <laughs> advice. <laughs> so I, I think talking about trying on self-care for size and how it's different in all these points in your life, um, I sort of have a, a sort of embarrassing maybe, but... I'll sell it anyway. <laughs> Poor Megan. So many embarrassing <laughs> stories on the podcast. We're just keeping up with the, uh, on brand. Yeah, we're staying on brand. <laughs> um, so I, let's see, when was this? So it's probably 22 or 23 maybe, which uh, anyone who has been 22 or 23, you, it's, what's, I don't even, what's the point of being that age? I don't even know. But <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so to learn self-care yeah I guess so so <laughs> I decided to go okay, I might cut all of this out 
So I graduated college and then I said, I need to branch out and be myself and get out of this town. And I <laughs> and so I asked my aunt if I could move in with her because <laughs> I was a big girl um, <laughs> in Savannah, Georgia. And literally all I did was lay in their pool, listen to Lana Del Rey. And then I would go sit in Starbucks and write. <laughs> Which... <laughs> There was air quotes yeah. there. Then I ran out of money and came home. But anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a good experience for me because I was like, all right, life is a dirty artist. Can't really do that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyway, I came back, got a job um, at a high school, which led me to be like, oh, I actually like this. Maybe I want to be a teacher. So I went back to grad school. And the summer before I went back to grad school, I was kind of like, I probably need to get my shit together. So like any uh, 22 or 23 year olds, I thought that means I'm going to go see the town psychic. (laughs) (laughs) So I did. And we had like been to her a bunch of times before when we were younger. So she definitely recognized us. And, you know, she basically told me like, there's a big black cloud of energy over you. Like, I don't know. Like basically like the portal of hell is over your head or whatever. <laughs> so I, it wasn't that dramatic, but um, so I started to give her a ton of money to <laughs> um, <laughs> I basically do like Reiki and like help me, help me meditate. Like she really, what she did was teach me how to meditate, but she mm-hmm. did it in a way that was like, I'm channeling the spirit. Expensive. Yeah. Expensive and like channeling the spirits and whatever. But that's what I needed to like know what meditation was and like get into that spiritual side of myself. So, mm-hmm. and then I bought a bunch of crystals from her that were just like really expensive. But anyway, so of course I was like, oh, I have all my other shit together. Now I need to find love. So she, <laughs> I was also reading Eat, Pray, Love, which. Very good book oh, if God. you're going through a, diff- a difficult time. Okay. Anyway. So she, <laughs> I would meditate in my room at my parents' house every day with my crystals, <laughs> like on my chest, in my forehead. <laughs> like, <laughs> and so she said, well, to find love, take your rose quartz crystal and like put it on your heart chakra because your heart chakra is closed and black and shriveled or whatever. And <laughs> that's why you can't find love. And so <laughs> she told me, go to the beach and take some rose petals with you and meditate with your rose petals before you go to the beach and then when you go to the beach throw the rose petals in the ocean and say my heart is open and my heart is free for love so I was like okay so I went really early so there weren't a lot of people (laughs) I was like okay (laughs) I did it and I literally went to the beach and I was like I feel so zen and spiritual right now like I am at the height of nirvana whatever so I (laughs) and so I took my rose petals and I threw them in the ocean and then a wave came and brought them back up on the beach and so I had to pick them all up and throw them back in the ocean and then I ran away (laughs) but then you found love not that long after yeah she said it's she said the person that you're going to fall in love with forever is near you and I was like, well, what the fuck does that mean? And actually, Ryan ended up being in the classroom next door to me. So, yeah. Wow. So Thank it worked. So how long, throw your rose petals How long in the after ocean. you did that did you meet Ryan? Ah, uh, like a month, maybe. Oh. Maybe. Even, wow. Maybe less. Yeah. There's going to, all of these listeners are going to, we're going to all of a sudden go to the beach and there's going to be like 15 girls just like throwing <laughs> rose petals You in have the ocean. to meditate with your rose quartz first. But yeah, and then I found love and was like, I don't need this anymore. So <laughs> it did make me see that like meditating and caring about my spiritual side is something that me as a person helps me with my self-care and helps me fill my cup, so to speak. But right. it can get either extreme and it also in that moment, I just needed that reassurance. So, you know, it can look different at different times in your life. And I know you were like, we were kind of like making fun of you for like spending a bunch of money to like have this lady tell you all these things, but it's not any different than therapy and therapy is expensive too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I basically like had shit health insurance. So I had to go to a psychic instead. I I almost (laughs) went to her too thinking like, cause I think she like charged, you know, 
couple hundred or something. And I was like, that's cheaper than me going to therapy. And she's going to teach me how like a bunch of self-care tools to make me feel That's better. True. Exactly. So I, yeah. I did almost go as well. So I mean. Right. So like don't I, don't, I guess moral of the story is even though you're going to look like a big dumb idiot, like it could help you. Like don't knock. <laughs> yeah. Don't knock something until you try it. If you have like a, a pull toward it. Yeah. Long story short. And if it works, <laughs> if it works for you, then go for it. Who, who the hell cares? Yeah. Right. As long as it's not hurting anyone else. I think that was a good example of like like as long as it's helping yourself like not caring we kind of have on our our list to talk about next is like sometimes the guilt that you feel mm-hmm. when doing like working on self-care I think it's probably for the most part I think it tends to pertain a little bit more to motherhood yeah. but maybe for you is more like don't like you've maybe felt a little bit silly doing it uh yep the person walking their dog on the beach probably thought it was a little silly too but <laughs> <laughs> But I think in terms of like motherhood, we find ourselves like if we do need a break, like even if if it's not, you know, running to the mall and going shopping, I mean, we probably have our babies in tow for that. But like if you get to like go camping for the weekend or or get time away or spend money on yourself that isn't on your baby, I think sometimes we end up, as always, we always come back to this, like feeling the mom guilt that, I mean, I think like it's just always associated that like a mom means you're always just giving yourself to everybody else. Yeah. But like you were a person before you had babies and you had needs before you had babies. So like why those needs don't just like disappear. Yeah, things change and you have a lot more other responsibilities, but you still have to be taking care of yourself. So right. I think we do sometimes suffer with that guilt. Like this weekend, like I was like, I had such a good weekend and I honestly just did not miss and long for Isla as much mm-hmm. as I thought I was going to. And I felt guilty about that. Like, why do I care? I'm like enjoying myself. I'm drinking a margarita. I'm floating in the lake. Like why? I don't think you should feel guilty at all, which I, I know easier for me to say than, you know, but. It, and it comes back to like filling your cup. And if you don't have like a full cup, you're not going to be able to be the mom that you want to be or be the, it, it doesn't even come down to even just being a mom. You're not going to be able to do anything in life the way you want to do it. If you don't have the energy or the drive to do it. So you know, and especially like we talk about, I think we've talked about this a few times on um, on the podcast. But um, you always talk about Mandy how you're an empath, like you're very empathetic, and so mm-hmm. I think that if you don't like flush that and focus on your own self, then how the heck are you supposed to still be empathetic toward everybody else? Mm. For sure. And I wrote down. I know we're going to talk about a little bit like our own personal examples of what we feel to be self-care but I have on there like literally in capital letters alone time like I need to have time by myself like I'm a social person in my group of friends but I'm not a social person in large groups I'm a very socially awkward person I get very uncomfortable I don't do small talk like I just like I need to have time alone but even when I'm with like my friends I mean, this weekend was great, but we were in a group of friends. Like, that can be draining, too. I feel like I'm all, like always just soaking up everybody. And, of course, when we get together as friends, like, we're going to talk a lot about everyone's lives and this and that. And I love that, and I love to, like, hear what's going on in everyone's lives. But then sometimes I'm like, oh, God, I'm exhausted. I need to just worry about myself for, like, five seconds. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I think that alone time is, like, time to recharge. Like, whether that's just going for a walk or for me, honestly, it's like going for just a drive or going to get an iced coffee. Or like I said, walking around Target, smelling candles by myself. Like I need to have that alone time to recharge. And that's like, you know, one version of self-care that takes me away from my family, which it's like, I need it. And I, I need it to be like a fully functioning mom and wife and therapist and whatever. But it does sometimes make me feel guilty because I am such a an empath, which basically means, like, I can, like, sense, like, the feelings of other people. So, like, I'm essentially a people pleaser. So, like, if I, me going away or taking away from something else, I I feel bad if that per- another person is suffering because of that. Not that anyone's actually suffering, but you know what I mean. Right, like, you have, like, a perception of other people suffering. Right, you know? or, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I identify with that, too. And I think a lot of the times, like, my guilt and like feeling bad for my self-care or like being away or whatever my alone time or whatever is mostly like me worrying that other people think I should be doing it differently 
if that makes any sense. Like, I feel like people look at you, and if you say my self-care is watching trashy TV and laying in bed, they're th- like, I think people are perceiving me as, like, I'm just being lazy or something. Mm-hmm. Where, and they think, like, self-care should be going out and, like, getting, like, the traditional, like, mom self-care is going out and, like, getting your hair done. Which... Mm-hmm. I get, like, that is awesome, and I feel like a whole new person, but I think it's ridiculous that, like, doing something that most people have to do every couple of months anyway is self-care. Like, like how many moms do you know? I, me, for example. I, the last time I got my hair cut at a salon was before Shay was born. And since then, I cut my own hair once. So, like, you know... I shouldn't feel bad about like going and like, and it comes down to like spending the money or whatever, but like that should not be like, Ooh, treat yourself, self care. You got your hair done. That's just a normal person thing. But, but like the empath in me thinks like that's what mom's self care is not laying in bed while your baby naps or whatever. Like I should be cleaning the house or something like that. Right. I feel like expectation can really like ruin how you try on self care. Yeah. And like for, I don't want to knock like cleaning your house for some people that's self care too. Like Mm -hmm. for some people to like declutter and like organize that makes them feel good. So, you know, if that's what makes you feel good, do it. But that's not what makes me feel good. So that's a good point though, that like everything that is considered self care for moms is just normal for everybody else. Yeah. It's like an everyday thing. Like, like I just said, like going for a drive and getting an iced coffee. Like, why is that considered such a big deal? <laughs> like, that's what everybody does. Shane goes like, you know, every four to six weeks to go get his haircut and no one is like, wow, self-care, good yeah. job, dad. <laughs> Treat yourself. Yeah. yeah. And it's I like, mean, no, your hair looks like shit. Go get it done. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> and uh, I mean, some people don't even like to get their hair done. So if you want to cut your own hair, go for it. But like, but yeah, I think it, again it comes down to like self-care looks so different for everyone and yeah. we shouldn't worry about what other people think of it, but we all do anyway, so Yeah, and I feel like I like something that I want people to take away. Again, not a therapist, not a psychic, <laughs> not whatever, but <laughs> like you have to it has to fit you. If something that like Brooke does for self-care, that's not necessarily going to help me. Mm-hmm. or like Mandy you made the comments about like alone time like yeah I do need alone time but I like to be around people but not even necessarily people that I have to interact with like I just like being in like a crowded like people watching yeah like I need to I, I like to be around people like I could never live like in the middle of nowhere like I like oh, hearing like people walking down the street and talking or like an ambulance driving by or like I don't know I can do that. I just can't. I don't want to interact with any of those people. People watching is like number one hobby of mine. Uh, yeah. But I don't ever want them to come up and talk to me. Oh, I like meeting new people. I don't know. I don't know. But that's just an example that everybody's so different. Right. Like, like, like Brooke says she needs to nap. I hate, like, I mean, obviously, like, I like sleep. But the second I nap, I feel groggy and I feel like, crap, I just wasted a day. And I just... It makes me feel like crap, but it makes you feel good. And like right. being alone probably doesn't make you feel good. So, I mean, everybody's so different. Yeah. I mean, it's the moral of the story. Some people need to throw rose petals in the ocean <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> Whatever works for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like you're doing that type of self-care like once a week. Like, there's like, <laughs> right. Megan has what if stock, she is? She has stock in roses, so she has... Constant, a constant I'm like, wow, Megan, this rose bush you planted. Yeah. <laughs> you got to know what works for you. And sometimes that means trying things that maybe you only do once. But hey. Yeah. But and like, like, honestly, what you're describing, like, I can picture like how like that could be so helpful. Like sometimes you need to try new things. Yeah. Yeah. When I, so part of my job is training other people and like we do a whole thing on self-care or whatever and we do this activity where you like write down like different things like different types of self-care for like your mind and your body and like your spirit or like the more spiritual side or whatever and it was actually it's like super helpful and we like tell all our employees to like keep it keep it with them so you can look at it if you need like a moment of self-care um and it's just kind of a cool thing so I think it'd be cool if we could like post an activity and see what everybody else 
I mean, obviously you don't have to share all your self-care things, but it's always nice to hear and like get new ideas from other people because I'm kind of, as much as I love sleep and I love napping, I think I need to get a little more creative. So <laughs> yeah, hearing other people's things, you can be like, Oh wow. I never thought of that as self-care. Oh, I'd like to try that. And I think that's part of the process too. Well, on that note, do you guys want to share? I mean, yeah. Besides rose petals and napping, like some of the other, like maybe even like simple. People are going to think that like all I do is like meditate with rocks on my body. <laughs> it was one time. Honestly, I feel like I am still working on that. Again, like I said earlier, like I could preach it to the choir all day, like how important self-care is. But um, I think, well, maybe the one that I've been getting much better at, two things I'm getting better at. We talked about boundaries. So like boundaries and setting boundaries and like saying no and like not always people pleasing. And like, that was one of my, I think it was my cheese. Well, it was a wine and cheese a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, like having a really bad day and knowing that I needed to like, just stay home and like recharge and like actually saying no to not going out or whatever. So that's one thing I've been working on. And the other thing slipped my mind. So <laughs> what was it? <laughs> Uh, remember that episode where we talked about pregnancy brain? Yeah. <laughs> well, mom this brain. Is, this is mom brain Your bad. Gray matter is still. <laughs> um, I guess for me, and I think actually I'm really glad we did this episode because it made me reevaluate what I do and noticed some things that actually are self-care that I could do more often. Um, like my number one thing was actually just taking a few minutes to put everything away and just lay down with meadow <laughs> no like i last night ryan was doing um he does online teaching as well um and so he was doing work and meadow and i just went and laid down in the bedroom and like she literally put her arms around my neck and we just like Aww. played and cuddled together because she is she is really cuddly and i don't know i just never think of that as self-care because you know, I'm not also not saying go out and buy a dog because it's a lot of freaking work <laughs> to have a dog. Yeah. Like she, you know, she ate a bunch of crap out of the trash can today. And but like, <laughs> but at, on, buy a big a big stuffed dog. Yeah, yeah. And cuddle with like, that. And most people, I mean, a lot of people have dogs. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I mean, like, if you there are moments where I feel like she is self-care for me because she just even when I'm feeling like sad or whatever like she just calms me down and she just she's been very therapeutic for me um mm. so that was something that I was like oh that has to go on my list because I feel so much more relaxed and like ready to go to bed because I just cuddled with a smelly dog <laughs> but uh another thing that I have um is actually podcasts um, mm -hmm. I have a few that I just really love to listen to because I feel like the people on them are sort of my friends, even though <laughs> they're not, but, um, I, it's like an escapism sort of, uh, and I think also maybe it fills that need that I have, especially during quarantine to like be around other people. Cause it feels like I'm just sitting in on someone else's conversation. And so that's been helpful to me. Um, I also, during quarantine, and I haven't done it recently, but I got really into painting, but like adult paint by numbers. <laughs> so they were just really fun because it was so mindless because they don't have to be like, how how do I do this brush stroke? Like it, it's all there for you. But I could just put on a podcast, feel like I was with people and just paint and it felt productive, but also in like a creative way. Um, like this one? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, Mandy's holding up a paint by number of her cat and dog. <laughs> I'm very proud of this, and I would totally do another one. Yeah, from far actually... away, it looks like a photograph. Yeah, it really does look like an actual photo. Because I'm so good at painting. They're fun. I don't know, like just they are fun. Doing something with your hands that's mindless is actually really helpful for me. Um, uh, and then one that I have that sort of leads to like our body image episode was um, when I'm not pregnant or not dealing with a broken knee or whatever. Um, I really got into strength training and aerial yoga, which I felt literally made me feel like a new person. Like I could go to the gym that I went to because it was very the gym that I went to and plan to go back to. They're very like 
empowering and like a little family and they like want you to be a badass and like push you to like do stuff and cheer you on so for me that was validation (laughs) in my work I didn't just like go to the gym and do my own thing and leave like people were there watching you which I know for some people Mm -hmm. that must be weird but anyway and then in like aerial yoga there was just a sense of wow I did this cool thing or whoa I did a split upside down in a silk thing like it was just cool to like be able to like work up to something like I like I said like a lot of things I do are like wanting to be productive but at the same time it was self-care for me because those like endorphins were so that was just something that made me feel like strong and good and I was also whitening my teeth then too so that felt good too but (laughs) I can't now so (laughs) I think exercise is a big one for a lot of people Yeah. yeah which I mean it makes sense like actually like physically anatomically and the, the endorphins like you mentioned I used to do yoga. It's been a while, but that definitely always made me feel so much better whenever I did do it. Yeah, like your body just feels good. And there's like also a component of your mind too. But at the same, in the same token, you have to find like an exercise that you actually like and that works for you. Like if I was someone who was like, I will never, ever, ever be someone who's like, I went for a three mile run and I feel great. No, I, there's mm-hmm. something up with my hips. I can't run. I can't do it. I look awful. I just hate it. It hurts. <laughs> I just, ugh, I hate it so much. But for, for some people, that's like, man, I feel great after doing that. But yeah, I think it's like what we said in the body image episode, like do what makes your body feel good. Like it's all about like what makes you feel good in the moment. Uh, well, I also had something that I think I thought about that I want to keep when we do have the baby is... Honestly, going out to dinner or going out to coffee with my husband is just mm-hmm. self-care for me. I didn't realize it until we can't. Like, today we went through the Starbucks drive through and we, like, saw, like, inside. And we're like, oh, there's no tables or chairs. Like, that's kind of sad because we used to do mm-hmm. that. So I think that mm-hmm. that's something that, if we can, I would like to sort of keep that as a self-care thing. You could always, like, get coffee and go sit at a park or something. That's true, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was... Like, I I don't remember if we talked about this on the podcast or at camping, (laughs) but um, that was one thing that Phil and I did regularly when Isla was first born, like in that fourth trimester, because at that point, especially during the day, all they do is sleep anyways, and you can just keep them in their car seat while you go into like a restaurant and they sleep most of the time. Um, So that's like the best time to get out, which I think is one of the times it's most important to get out. And we would go almost daily at one point. I mean, this was before COVID, obviously, but, and sit at Starbucks and we went and got a coffee and a breakfast sandwich and it seriously felt amazing. Yeah. Just getting out of the house. Yep. See, and that's where I'm like, everything works different for people. So like, it's different for me because I feel like my self-care is more like the alone time and like being at home where like getting up and like going out and like packing up the baby to go out and like just to have a coffee for me was like way more work than you know when she's napping at home like we could relax and like binge on a tv show and uh enjoy each other's company in like that way it's so weird like now you're just making me realize how complicated of a human being I am Uh (laughs) I'm like like, I love I have to be out of the house Yep. But I like to be alone. I love to be around people, but don't talk to me. <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. Who am I? Having an existential crisis right here. I think sitting at a coffee shop kind of fulfills like all of those things for you. Exactly. Because you're around people, That's you true. can people watch, but you can also be alone because it's not weird for you to be sitting at a coffee shop alone. Exactly. So, <laughs> I'm like sitting here in the fetal position like, who am Don't I? talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's my list. What else do people have? I have a long list, although I did bring up quite a few things already. So, like, I have alone time. I brought up Target. I brought up coffee. Um, I did mention briefly, like, I really like anytime I'm around water. Mm-hmm. So, whether that's just, like, walking a trail along a lake or walking the beach um, or, like, going out on a boat or anything like that, paddleboarding, something like that, um, I don't have a paddleboard, but if I did, it would be something that I did. I've gone a few times, but like anytime I can get out on the water, I just feel like a new person. And I did have like a night with friends or like going out with friends because I, I, I mean, it's different being around friends than like being around strangers. Yeah. So I yeah. really love just like going out and like 
just at a like we went recently with some friends and just like I don't know what it is it's just like I like it's just so much fun like the atmosphere that we were at yeah and like being able to talk to everyone see everyone getting caught up and at the same time you get to eat and have a drink and I don't know I just like it's so I feel like so lame when people are like what do you like to do for fun and I was like go out with my friends (laughs) go out to dinner but that really does like it just makes me so happy it's refreshing to be around your friends. It is. Mm. Yeah. And like, especially that's... now that we're older and like, for me, like living so far away, like it's always just like a nice, like reboot when I get to see you guys and spend time with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, a, it's like you get to spend time just like catching up and like enjoying time with your friends. You're not running around. Like I like to do activities. I do. But like, say we were going to go like, I don't know hiking or skiing or something i've never been skiing in my life why would you ask me to do any of those things (laughs) (laughs) but like you're spending the day doing the activity right like sometimes i just want to sit down and like just catch up with like my friends and i think that's why i enjoy it so much Uh, or just with phil like i love having date nights with phil which honestly it's been a long time since we've been able to do just me and him but i put on here um kind of like megan actually i mean i gave her a lot of shit but i'm really into like the whole psychic thing we have like a psychic that we are all like a big fan of shout out mystic michaela and she talks a lot about like auras and your aura colors i i don't want to get too pushy but you really should go look at into her um and you can kind of figure out what your aura color is but then you can like figure out like it's fun to learn about yourself or like learn about it's basically it's essentially a personality test yeah so it's basically if you're into the enneagram or if you're into um like Myers-Briggs or things like or that. Or even like, like very Zodiac like, stuff or whatever. Zodiac, yeah, exactly. Like it's just kind of something like that. So you yep. you figure out your color and then you can kind of like look into like the best way to to communicate in this, that, or the other. And I know I sound crazy right now, but seriously, if you look into it, it's like, it, I don't know. I think it's so much fun and I love talking about it's it. It's therapeutic to like have things that resonate with you. We're like, oh, that's totally yeah. me. Like yeah. I follow some like Enneagram accounts. You should go look into that, too, if you haven't, um, on Instagram. And they'll post, like, I'm a type 3. So anytime they post a type 3, I'm like, oh, that's so me. I need to do this or that or, you know. It's almost like validation. Yeah. 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 It's like basically always being able to, like, validate. I don't know. And I, I kind of put it as, like, a list of my self-care because, like, I mean, it's not like I'm, like, I can't think of, like, me, like, physically doing something, but just, like, reading up on it. And, like, yeah. she has a podcast. I also had podcasts on my list. Um, I listen to so many podcasts. It's my favorite thing to do. If I'm not having to, like, read or watch something, I basically have, always have a podcast going on yep. in the background. Um, I love it. And hers is one of my favorites. So we'll have to put the link in the bio. Yep. One day when we get big enough, we'll have her on. We're going to manifest that. I'm manifesting that right now. I'll go throw some <laughs> rose petals in the ocean and maybe she'll. Thank you. Please. What, what crystal will get Mystic Michaela yeah. on our show? <laughs> we just lost like a half of our followers. No, really. It's, look into it. Um, and then I had like listening to old music, like music that I used to listen to in like high school or college, especially had a little bit of an emo phase. Ah, oh, that good old emo <laughs> music. <laughs> it really is so funny. Like, um, I don't think a lot of people probably picture that. But Megan and I were moshing at the... <laughs> <laughs> Standing on the edge of the I wasn't pit. moshing. I was scared of everybody yeah. moshing. But <laughs> And I was getting angry at everyone when I'm the one who put myself in that situation anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... But, like, I, I don't know why. Just something, like, so therapeutic about putting on the old music. When I was driving to camping, I actually put on just all Fall Out Boy radio. Like, <laughs> like the old albums. And I just... It's just so fun when, like, you put something on like that. And you, like, all of a sudden, like, you haven't listened to it in years. and all, But all the words come back. And you know, like, every single word. And you're singing along. And you, like, forgot that you even knew it. So that's on my list, too. But I just... I feel like all my things are kind of fairly, like, simple. Just, like, make me happy type of things. But... I feel like that is probably sometimes the most sustainable self-care. Right. That's true. Those are the ones that I need to work on. And I didn't even make a list. I should have just made a fucking list. Because I would probably, like, read them all off for you. Because you guys talking, I was like, oh, yeah, well... I'm not as into podcasts, but I'm definitely into like like cringeworthy TV is mm-hmm. nice for me to like sit and binge and like it's like Megan was saying the you kind of just like zone out on it and it's like escapism yeah. like in that moment mm-hmm. I'm kind of like living that and the same thing with like reading I love to read and I just since having Shay I've had a hard time getting back into it 
and I did audio books, but it doesn't give me the same feeling yeah that reading does. like sitting down with a book is just yeah and like just like flipping through the pages like I could never I have a Kindle but I could never really get into that because even just the motions of like sitting down with a good book um is like self-care to me so I mean just you guys talking about all those different things made me realize I probably do more than I thought I did so that's writing it down made me be like oh wait I guess maybe I do take care of myself (laughs) (laughs) that's a good thing all right well I think that's gonna wrap up this episode um I think we had some good conversations brought up some good ideas but I would love to hear some of your guys' ideas of self-care as always check out our Instagram page find our post for this episode and then leave your ideas of what works for you for self-care um I think our plan too is this week to drop a new template that has to do with self-care too so so make sure you do both um because I think it'll be a lot of fun. And I really want to get some other ideas. Because yeah, like some... Brooke said, there could be some things that people bring up. And I'm like, oh, oh wait. wait. I love that. Or I haven't done that in mm-hmm. years. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And so I think I'll be really. And I think it was just so cool to listen to our conversation today. And like just the differences between us. Right. Like, right. like I want to leave the house. I never want to leave the house. I I want to be around people. I never want to be around people. Like I think it would be fun to yeah. learn more about the differences with everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then this week is Megan. Is that correct? Is it your takeover week? Yep. Yeah, Sorry, I Sunday. think so. And then we will find out um, about how you found out you're having a girl, right? <laughs> <laughs> you'll find out probably Saturday. Saturday you'll find out. Okay, Woo! so actually before this episode drops, but you even start, yeah. right? Okay. All right. Well, so when you're listening, you'll know. And you'll be like, shut up, guys. We already know. Yeah, I guess that's true. (laughs) Well, for for the podcast, Megan, you can tell just us Saturday and then release after this episode comes out. Okay. The same time I drop the episode is when I'll drop the announcement. Right at the same. Bam. (laughs) On all social media. Mic drop. (laughs) All right. Well, as always, thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, Rate review subscribe uh please tell your friends about us um i love or we love i should say when um people like post on their instagram stories that they're listening or screenshots we always like to share them on our stories too so please spread the word we'd really appreciate it see you next week bye bye